Hi, welcome to another episode of the F1 Grid View. Uh, I'm Harsh Sangwe, your host with Mihika Shadar. Hi, Mihika. Uh, Hi. We'll be reviewing the Azerbaijan Grand Prix that took place yesterday. Uh, so, quick thoughts, Mika. How did it go? It was good. It was eventful. I would say it was nice. Somebody, uh, I just, I just read somebody's review, short review on Reddit, which I loved. Uh, Leclerc says it hurts. It's it hurts to not finish the race. And Hamilton says it's hurt. It hurts to finish the race. So I thought that was hilarious. So yeah, I think we'll get right into it. Uh, the Ferraris, both the Ferraris, DNFing. Started with first. They started with Carlos uh, driving through the straight. Lost power. Lost his PU. All lost his end gearbox. Something happened. You could see the lights go off, and he just went straight into the runoff area. What happened to Charles? Charles again had engine issues or didn't know what is happening. Yeah, he himself had a DNF. There was just fumes of smoke from his engine, yeah. and, and he didn't know what happened and just. But. I mean, the anyway, his win to pole, uh, pole to win ratio is very vague. So. I mean, he does get pole so that Max can win at this point. So, I think that's yeah. how it goes, right? I think he's replaced. Uh, this one, George, with Mr. Saturday, and that's all he wants to accomplish. <laughs> yeah, he is actually leading the championship. If you just see who gets poles, so yeah, yeah. if he if were on poles, yeah, but we clearly know now there's a huge lead. So true. So Red Bull have uh, started the season off with a lot of DNFs with uh, with reliability issues, but Ferrari is just taking the cherry on the cake. It's already. It's this is Charles' third engine, I suppose. So if he does take a new one in Canada, he will get a great place penalty. So yeah. this is gonna get very interesting. I think like I think we've reached a point where everyone will start taking engine penalties. Yeah. So again, it's gonna be more you know uh, better, m- much uh, entertaining because we'll have like first uh, the yeah, pole position drivers. True, but that's what uh, Mercedes did last year. They kept taking penalties with Hamilton and Bottas. And kept giving themselves a, a more powerful car so that they could keep yeah. racing. The penalties were fine because they knew they could cover those spaces up in the race. Exactly. So yeah, you might see that uh, Alonso already took a penalty. One of the drivers to already take the penalty. So yeah. it's it's going to be a very long season, and we're going to possibly see everybody take a penalty. It's just how they will how they will be able to strategize that. Cracking uh, like coming back to the joke from earlier. The porpoising that was really, really, really bad this weekend. I think they really need to work on it because, like last week, they said that they were done with porpoising, and right now we have seen Hamilton couldn't even get out of the car. Yeah, it's just not Hamilton. Like every team had an issue. Yeah, even I think the even Ricardo. Only ones who were who were who didn't have a lot of issues. Pierre Gasly had a lot of back issues. He said Ricardo, yeah. uh, Ricardo was visibly struggling. In the interview, he kept saying how he kept feeling sorry for the teams that had porpoising because McLaren till now didn't suffer from any of that. So yeah, yeah. So that's 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 gonna be a that's gonna be good to see who's gonna be able to get uh, get away with this, uh, get able to solve it. And there are teams there are teams who are already complaining. Christian Horner has come out and very publicly said that he thinks the teams are telling the drivers to act worse so that the FIA can come in and change some porpoising rules. Uh, which to me looks very far-fetched, but you never know what's happening. Uh, yeah. 
but they don't really need to work on it so yeah it's so better if they depends. start right now so what do you according to you do the teams need to work on the purposing or does the fi need to work on the purposing because you can i easily, think it's the teams i yeah. think it's the teams because you can easily turn down the purposing but you will lose a little performance yeah but- exactly you can raise the card to reduce the purposing but that would of course uh, affect your performance but at least it's better than like there is a possibility that hamilton won't come for the canadian gp because he yeah. really needs rest so yeah. if you are you know struggling so much and it may result in one of your drivers not showing up to a weekend it's better to reduce your pace and you know act right now because like right. you can obviously work on your pace during the race you can't work on your back issues so something that is scaring me more in this purposing is in case of a crash or a penalty it took lewis at least a couple of minutes to get out of the car similarly with ricardo it took him two minutes to get out of the car so if you've been racing yeah, and crash, if you crash exactly. in the last couple of laps it's going to be very difficult for you to run out of a car or get out of a car in especially a especially if it's a bad crash where you know like there's a possibility of fire or, yeah. or something like that because so, at that point no one can even remove you and they're anyway you know struggling with so much g force yeah. with the next adding purposing issues is just very difficult for them that's true uh something i felt it was really hilarious watching it was just the alpha tauri wing going up and yuki just going down the straight i just that was hilarious and it just kept getting better uh, the- there was a meme about how uh, the budget cuts are affecting so they need to duct tape their things <laughs> but that was fantastic they were showed the uh orange and black flag and they came into the pits and they just had duct tape ready for for his swing it was hilarious so yeah yeah uh so a very interesting fact the last five races have 220 235 possible points as the highest team can take the constructor can take out of uh, 235 red bull has managed to take 224 and ferrari has only taken 94 of those So Ferrari has wow. lost big time in the last five races. So yeah. Red Bull have maximized most of their places with a one-two finish, getting the fastest lap also. Um, just losing out on eleven of the total points they could have got. While Ferrari is, uh, I think, in the beginning we were very you know uh, happy with Ferrari's performance. But what we've not realized is Red Bull has worked very hard, whereas yeah. Ferrari has started you know declining their performance. like Correct. this is not the first time or the second time that the drivers are dnfing because of some weird issues yeah it looks like their updates are not coming or if they're coming they're not really working so yeah, yeah. they need to do that uh let's move on let's let's see how qualifying went let's start from the first uh slide that we have and let's see how the qualifying did go for the teams uh so as we said mr saturday right back up on top again uh he's done fabulously well for himself That was a great lap, uh, yeah. So as we see that uh, we have. I was really pro- happy to see Carlos on provisional pole. Oh yes, he was on pole uh, provisional for a very long time. Yeah, because like he is getting outshined by Charles, and he has a really good car. No doubt, he hasn't performed as good as Charles, but. you know seeing him up there made me feel that you know okay he can also compete even though he hasn't been able to yeah that's true uh so okay, best part of all uh red bull versus red bull 
Oh, that's fantastic to see who Perez or Verstappen. Firstly, the toe is very powerful in Azerbaijan. So it was very powerful to see, it was very interesting to see who would get the toe and who would be giving the toe. But they did take yes. turns doing that. So it was nice to see that. Uh, with Perez, uh, Perez put in a quick lap. Then Max came and he took he took the second spot and he stayed there for a while. And then Perez just came and nabbed it right off him. Just when you think Max has got it. Uh, Checo is just all guns blazing in the last couple of races and he's come out and he's beaten Max, which is not a very easy thing to do. A lot of his team yeah. have tried over years and years and not managed to do that. And Checo is really like, he's just showing how impressive Monaco was to follow it up with beating Max uh, in qualifying in Azerbaijan also. He's, he's just been very strong. proving that, you know, signing the extension is not a mistake. Yeah. So, and there is a possibility that, you know, y'all shouldn't give me the orders to get down or give the position right. to Max. Yeah. Uh, we have George. we have George and Pierre Gasly in five and six, uh, Lewis Hamilton of P seven, Yuki P uh, P eight, Sebastian Vettel finally getting to Q three in his in his green tractor of an Aston Martin, uh, and then we have Fernando Alonso finishing off the top ten. That Alpine, that Alpine, I don't know what was up with it, but it had such a good top speed in the straights. It just went through like a rocket. Like you, you saw, you saw both in the main race. You saw both the McLarens trying to overtake him. First, it was Norris. Uh, then it was Ricardo, and that just they were on another zone altogether. But like for Fernando is one of the only drivers who is saying that he's not having issues with porpoising. So that can also you know add up because it's no, like so, he's not so, dealing with too many things. No, so that's another thing. So when you see how porpoising actually works, uh. It's on your you're on your back, and the taller the drivers are, yeah. the, the more they are going to. Uh, it's going to affect you. So you see somebody. So Yuki's like, not oh, getting affected anyway. There isn't Yuki. Isn't Yuki's also come out and said that the purposing isn't affecting him. Similarly, yeah. hasn't been affecting Alonso. And you see the one who's been very vocal about this from the start has been George Hamilton. Russell and Hamilton. Yeah. George Russell is a very very tall person, so I'm sure it is affecting him also. We don't know how Ocon has not been very public with it. So we don't know how it is going because Ocon is also another very tall, uh, and he's yeah. in the same car as Fernando. So it'll be interesting to see if Ocon is actually suffering from it. Uh, so yeah, we had uh, that was our top ten who made it to Q three. Lando Norris and uh, Daniel Ricciardo just both the McLarens failed to make. I really wanted them to be in Q three. Yeah, but just didn't have the pace on the straights. They really yeah. struggled in the top speeds. Uh, Esteban Ocon P thirteen. Uh, both the alphas did make it to Q3, and then you had the uh, you had the Haas, you had the Williams, and you had Lance Stroll's green tractor again. And yeah, that's how the, that's how qualifying lined up. Uh, yeah, so the race started off with a very uh, sorry. Before we get on to that, uh, we have qualifying. If if this is Charles Leclerc's wet dream, I guess at this point, if we only gave out points for qualifying. This is how the teams would line up, and this is how the drivers would line up, actually. So, yeah, Mika, what what is something that I, I think that would be Charles's dream come true because it's like, oh, right now I'm getting all the poles, but not the wins. So he's one eighty six. That's a big lead. That's a very yeah. so yeah. I'm sure Charles wants this, but sadly, this is not how we give out points. He maybe can get some in the sprint race. If he does continue to yeah. be Saturday, so we can hope for that. Let's 
but uh, i think that's that's still a far way off so yeah let's hope let's see how it goes uh so yeah the race the race started on sunday with uh, with charles uh, starting from pole but checo and, and perez taking the lead yeah checo and max both had a great great start uh yeah. max was boxed out between the two so he couldn't take over but perez went through and did take the lead and he just he just flew away after that so till the first safety yeah. car till the first safety car i think perez was leading uh and then um, then i think uh, yeah then charles did pit uh i think that was a little early by ferrari i don't know what the strategies was there but it would be interesting to see if, if they did manage to make it work uh, and the engine didn't give up how well this strategy would have played out yeah i think the main issue with red bull in the beginning was their engine used to give up a lot which yeah. has just been transferred to uh, ferrari now yeah that's true that's true so yeah that's uh, that's that and uh, then we've had uh, at least coming on the top 10 was really good to see yeah not as usual p6 but still p5 sorry he did get p6 so he didn't but like the only thing that i saw was norris fighting to get the p8 position he was i think 3 seconds behind uh, daniel when he was you know asking for it I, if he would have been like under a second or even a second they would have still been justified but there was no way he could have you know overtaken alonso there were a couple so, of laps in the beginning where where uh ricardo was on hard tires and he was quicker than norris uh in the yeah. first stint and uh, the team did allow him to go past they asked him to hold position they said norris needed that gap if he was going to pit to come out ahead yeah. and uh, he did he did he said okay yeah, and he just stepped took a step back but similarly when the same thing happened with norris uh he started complaining and he started saying um, saying things like i am much quicker just let me through uh yeah that just felt a little bit off because ricardo had just done that for him and not be made such a fuss about it and yeah and like even when even when the team told him that you know ricardo did it for you now you have to do it for him he was still a little irritated by that correct and yeah i mean uh, every driver does want to be ahead but sometimes you got to do what you got to do um yeah yeah so yeah but it was good to see mclaren uh, for a change like being strong with that decision both mclarens in points and both of them did finish in points which is wise which yeah. is a good 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 result for the team uh alfa tauri also did manage to get gasly even uh, yuki for the longest time was running in points so yeah I'll, till the time his issue yeah, of the dnf yeah uh so he was also running in points so that was a possibility that both the uh, both of them could get into the points uh we had a we had vital uh, finish p6 after going off in the runway the runway area after spinning his yeah. beautifully back onto the track and he still managed to get p6 uh after that mistake so that was really commendable for him it, it was a very experienced driver and he's always been amazing doing amazingly well at the circuit so yeah the people who doubted him yeah that was a clear mistake uh, yes the what do you have to say about the dnfs and how red bulls taken over and the 3 and 4 the mercedes coming first of all four ferraris dnf and okay. at this point it's just like why are you even trying i really 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 felt bad for joe he has had a good start of the season but the last four yeah. races he's just dnf because of his engine or some of the other issue and i don't yeah. get it 
I really don't get what's wrong with that car. And uh, even Bottas, even Bottas complaining post-race that the Williams are much quicker. And he's not happy with the engine. He's not happy with the performance. So, yeah, there is something that needs to be sorted with the Alphas. Uh, and, yeah, I think... I okay, think what, what about Stroll? His 10-second penalty? Really don't know what's happening with Stroll. He's been out by five laps. Uh, just Yeah, I mean, I was expecting, like, two or three laps. But it's yeah. five laps. That's a huge difference. Yeah, that's a huge difference. Uh, but no, he did stop, right? So, he did stop. So, that's why he's five laps out. He did stop. He stopped uh, completing 90% of the race. So, his race is actually counted as completed. But okay, yeah, yeah. Five, laps, five laps before. So, uh, Latifi was shown uh, blue flags numerous times. Uh, he was... Uh, he also had an issue in the start where is where somebody from his team was on the on the track. Yeah. The time was done, so he did get a ten seconds uh, stop and go penalty for that also, and yeah, that just goes ruining his went and ruined his race. Latifi just needs some you know uh, inter interruption in his races. Yeah, but Latifi and Stroll are back at home this week, so let's hope yeah. that gives them some good news and some good luck. Uh, yeah. Um, sorry, did we miss out? Yeah, the Mercedes. The Mercedes is finishing three and four. It's amazing how when something just goes wrong with the top team, they're just there to take the scraps. And Russell's there was, a, the there was a meme about how they've changed so many rules and regulations only to get uh, Red Bull and Mercedes in the top four. Yeah, I mean, I will take that today, but the Ferraris aren't going to be... The Ferraris yeah, of course not. So the Ferraris are going to come back hard at this. So, yeah, uh, moving on. Uh, the driver standings, that's a, that's a considerable that's lead. That's a lead at a half. That's just amazing. Yeah, that is an amazing lead that Max Considering is- that, you know, Max DNF the first race. Yeah. And there was such a huge gap in the beginning itself. Yeah. And right now, how there's a, an even bigger gap. That's true. It's, it's really, un, it's unreal. Like, it's, it's 34 points at this point. Yeah, that's actually very good for uh, in P2 is just amazing, but that's just going to give Red Bull more opportunities to win the title because, in case something does go wrong at the end and they start DNFing again towards the end, uh, they will have Perez who can still take over and win the championship. So, these these points are going to be very helpful for them. And we've seen Carlos has not been that great up to the mark to take away the second, like the third position. So, even if Charles becomes the uh, better car he finishes p2 or p3 and there is perez right after him to pick up the scraps not not carlos so yeah, yeah that's that's very interesting i mean we can see the difference between charles and carlos in the points having the same car yeah so but uh, science has had a little bit too much fun with the gravel and he's been unlucky also so yeah i don't know where that's going yeah Moving ahead. This is very interesting. Like how the lead, Charles is in the lead. And then suddenly Max comes and just overtakes him completely. And then Perez too. So, yeah. I like how, if you notice and if you play this again, I like how uh, Botas has been pretty consistent at the start, getting points and points. But then this Alpha just completely stopping and giving up. Yeah. I think in the beginning, he still thought that he was in a Mercedes and then he realized, oh, wait, I'm in an Alpha. So <laughs> this is not how I'm supposed to perform. Fair enough. 
uh somebody who's been very consistent has been russell moving at a steady pace if you like if you saw that all along and not having a lot of issues there and he's been very consistently finishing in the top 5 also he's always in top 6 yeah top 6 yes so that's actually very 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 good for him yeah the team that stand is a beautiful difference just give it to red bull at this point like they've been they've been amazing in the last couple of races like we said uh in the last five races they've managed to get a majority of the points uh they've had a red bull winner for a, for only for a while and they they they're doing really good work we really doubted how their engine and the red bull power trains was going to perform but they've come out with all guns blazing and they've done a great job um, yeah what do you have to say about mclaren alfa romeo and alpine i mean right now mclaren is p4 mainly because of lando Correct. and i think if you know i i mean there's obviously a 100 point almost a 100 point gap so there's no way that they'll be able to you know overtake yeah, they, mercedes they are fighting at, at this point for four or four or five exactly four five six i feel yeah so it's really important for daniel to start working on it for mclaren to at least finish p4 correct because we've seen both the alpines have been performing similar if not yeah. the same and we've seen yuki has gotten really better this year alpha also bottas is doing brilliant so it's just time till mclaren gets overtaken by them if you know daniel is not getting consistent that's true that's a good point uh yeah but williams getting points has for being at has and aston martin finally are at equal footing because of vettel's big haul of points this week so that's yeah. that's going to be good for aston martin going into their home race because uh the owners are canadian at the end of the day so they will have a big show there so yeah let's hope they have a great weekend and it's a great yeah. track also so there are there are chances that it might rain so maybe that shakes up the grid a little bit more so yeah we'll discuss we'll discuss the canadian grand prix later uh so the pit stops the pit stops uh I don't know. Just something felt very wrong with this week with the pit stops. They were just slower, considerably slower. I think firstly, Perez's pit stops were extremely slow. When you, you take a team, team that is not, Red Bull. Yeah, do you think that's the team playing with Perez, not not giving him pit stops, but like slowing him down in the pits? Just look at this list. You don't even see Perez in top ten. Red Bull is someone who's always at the top. Yeah. So you know. These Perez are not, these are not quick stops. These are not quick stops at all. Like two point yeah. seven seven is not a regular F one stop. Exactly. They are exactly. They are at two or they're just under two. So even 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 if Perez is in the not even it's a slow pit stop, he would still be in the top ten because it's a three point six. I mean, just look at this list. The maximum, the last one is three point six one. So yes. if Red Bull is not capable of getting Perez in that much time. it is very obvious that they are getting slow with their pit stops on their own yeah that's true we do see we do smell a conspiracy or yeah i mean i think in the beginning it was charles versus max now it's going to become max versus perez yeah let's see how that goes let's see how that goes yeah uh yeah moving on so these are the only three drivers who have not dnf it's been a very topsy turvy new season so we do expect some teams to just still get used to the cars but uh, that's that's a very commendable job by the mercedes team that the three their two drivers have not 
especially that, when mercedes hasn't been up to the mark of mercedes this season yeah. they've at least been reliable not they've not been quick they've been reliable at the end of the day exactly like they don't have reliability issues to deal with they just have to work on their pace because yeah. if you see red bull or uh, ferrari in consideration their pace is good but at the end of the day if you don't even finish the race there's no point in racing that's true that's true um yeah so we have uh, we have these two not finishing the highest is joe and carlos both the ferrari engines having three dnfs each that's got to be rough i think at this point uh, yeah. another stat that interests me a lot is max verstappen with two dnfs having that good a lead it is just unreal how consistently good he is when he actually does have a car that is reliable and yeah i mean i think every race that he has participated in i think except one any race that he finished he has gotten the win yeah except is, one or two yeah which is very commendably strong a performance by somebody yeah like, i mean that's what you expect from a world champion yeah he's 24 he he's already got his 25th win he's the youngest driver to get 25 wins and he's yeah. or and you know like lewis is 28 when he achieved that feat so you know how much how much further he has like he's coming for shomi's and lewis's records at this point yeah. yeah i don't think he'll be able to get those seven world championships if that's what you're talking about no i think but... i'm i'm looking at most wins he possibly could yeah. because with the seasons getting longer with the seasons yeah. getting longer also uh i think he could hit 100 wins and he could hit lewis's records also yeah that is possible yeah so yeah we have the gaps that the teammates have amongst themselves um this is kind of very interesting so we start off with alpha tauri um so alpha gasly was on a one stop where sura was on a two stop which is which is why this happened sunana also had a two stop because he was shown the orange and red flags uh, yeah. orange and black flags so he had to come into the for his duct tape uh, uh, red bull was quicker uh, with max being quicker mclaren overall pace norris was faster but we, as we saw uh, ricardo did finish the race in front uh, hamilton and russell did go to hamilton russell uh, started uh, hamilton started a little behind and that that overtaking was what slowed them down um, yeah alonso was quicker albon was also quicker so was vettel and yeah the teams have had a very clear driver who's been for quicker but uh, if you go to see uh, ricardo's tires yesterday after the pit stop yeah. were not performing that well yeah he went on to mediums and the mediums didn't actually agree with the mclaren car and the setup at all so i think yeah i think the hards were a very good option for them but they did uh, they did decide to just stay on the medium tires medium. and because obviously there would be a fast tire but in the race and in this condition the tires clearly weren't as good as their hards that they were there so yeah it stops it stops um verstappen was on a two stopper uh, he went out with his uh went out with his medium tires which which most of them did actually just except ricardo ocon and botas and schumacher who started on the hards yeah. and uh, stroll yeah and stroll most of them did start on or start off with hards and uh, uh, on medium sorry and they did have a they did have most of them did manage to pull off a one stop 
they pit behind the safety car or they pit behind the virtual safety car yeah. and they managed to take the time off like that um, only yuki sonoda in his last uh, stint after the duct tape went down to use the soft tires everybody just stayed with yeah, the but like with the hards i don't know why gasly vettel and sonoda didn't pit during the safety car yeah but there were track position here was much more crucial to them i'm guessing because it's difficult to kind of overtake here only at the straights you can if you don't have a good straight yeah. straight line speed you're not going to be able to overtake here so they didn't want to probably lose track position that's why they i'm guessing they didn't choose to pit so yeah very interesting uh, pit stops everybody going through at 9 when the safety car was so yeah moving on to our yeah. final and favorite segment uh there we go so we start again okay. from the bottom uh, we we review we review the teams as per the whole weekend that is friday saturday and sunday not just the race in contender in control and we give them points out of 10 so yeah let's take it away i think carlos, carlos will be a 7.5 because he had an amazing weekend overall it was just the race which I mean, was again not his fault like p4 where his teammate qualified p1 he- Yeah, but he could have at one point. He was on provisional pole, which is again like really good for him. Yeah, he hasn't. I am been... not. I I think I will tend to disagree because I don't think I'm ranking him out of how he's been performing or an improvement. I'm just going to rank him compared to this race and how the car he had. He could have. Yeah, but it's over a weekend. So yeah. So exactly. So I'm going to say a five or a six because he didn't qualify that great either for me as well. Yeah. I thought he could do a he could do a P two or P three. because he, uh, yeah. uh because charles did show how good he could uh perform so charles was charles leading the race when he dnf he was leading yeah. that he was on pole i mean he i don't think he could have gone on to win the race probably if the strategy worked out in his favor he could have but uh, i think an 8 8 and a half because it's on his yeah 8 8.5 because i don't think max would have let him win yeah that's true max was at a yeah. stellar pace joe also uh Started P fourteen, got into Q three, Q two. For that, I, I think, think I'll give four or five. Four or five. Yeah, just yeah. getting into Q two. Uh, Kevin Magnussen very mediocre race, so three or four. Similarly, Magnussen also very mediocre race, three or uh, also yeah. um, a very mediocre race, three or four for yeah. Max. So similarly, with Latifi and Schumacher, I don't think like there was anything much there. Uh, Yuki had a good race. Yuki started P thirteen. No, he finished P thirteen. He started P eight, finished P thirteen. Yeah, so uh, he had a good quality, but not. I mean, the issue was again the car. The issue was the car. So exactly, he he would have finished P seven or P eight had it not yeah. been for the car. So, so I think an seven, eight, seven point five eight. Yeah, seven point five eight. I think is yeah. Uh, Valtteri had a very mediocre race. Nothing much to show. Uh, sorry, so Albon. Albon. Yeah, Albon too had a very Albon too. Like Valtteri had a very mediocre race. Not much to show there. I think a five, just an average five yeah. because we didn't like we don't know what much happened with them. Esteban had a good race. Uh, he did underperform, I thought, in quali because Fernando finished uh, P ten and he was finished. He finished P thirteen, so I thought he could have done a, maybe a better job at quali. Uh, so for, just for that, I think. Yeah, but then. He did manage to, you know, uh, get into the points. So I'll give him a half point extra. Yeah. So five and a half, six. Yeah. Yeah. 
um lando so, and daniel both had a decent weekend i would say didn't manage to get into get q3 to, yeah, but 6.57 they ended up both in points six and a half i think is i think that would be good for them yeah they didn't end up they didn't they did end up in the points but they missed the q3 which i think is, is yeah exactly so six and a half seven at max yeah. alonso was fantastic he had a good quality he got into q got into q3 uh finished the race also pretty well a strong eight i feel Yeah, eight eight point five definitely. Uh, Vettel again, Brilliant. good quality. Great. Uh, Getting that car to P nine was fantastic. I think he'll get a nine because he did manage to spin and get to P five. P yeah. P six. So yeah, that was fantastic. Uh, Pierre yeah. had a great weekend considering the car was also good. Uh, he did manage to back up his car very well. Uh, so a solid, a solid eight eight and a half for Pierre as well. Finishing piece. Uh, yeah, Lewis was struggling Lewis. a lot. Lewis was struggling quite a bit. Yeah, back and managed to just stick it out and continue there. He didn't have a very great quality. Finished uh, P seven, but he did manage. Yeah, but he did manage to get to P four, which is really good with a backache when yeah. he couldn't even get out of the car. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Russell had a Russell had a Russell did the best he could. You could clearly see the delta and the difference between the two car between the top yeah. four cars and the rest of them. So Russell did do a good job just getting to P five and just stuck around. And when both the cars DNF, he did manage to take the podium away. So uh, eight eight and a half for him as well. Definitely. Uh, Perez so had, had a great quality. He had a great. Yeah. He had a great quality. Had a great race. Uh, he had a great start of the race. Yeah. Eight eight point five. Yeah, I agree with that. A nine. And I would give him a nine also. Yeah, but then he had to give his position to Max, so he didn't actually tend to give. I don't. I would not agree with that. that yeah, I mean, he didn't have to I give the position, quicker. but like definitely quicker at this point in this race. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, Max would be another eight eight point five. Yeah, that's true. Max would yeah. be. No, I think a Max would be a nine just because of how good his race no, was. No, but then his quality was not qualify, great. He qualified P three. Yeah, but he still managed to take it away. So, yeah, I think okay. he would take it away even without uh, Charles DNFing. So a nine, I yeah, think. yeah, yeah, nine. He deserves it. Yeah. So yeah, um, that's it from this episode. Uh, we'll be back next week with the Canadian Grand Prix. Uh, we haven't uh, new fans haven't actually seen the Canadian Grand Prix because it didn't happen in twenty twenty and twenty twenty one. So for all of new fans, it'll be the first time experiencing that. Montreal is a great, great, great race track. And if there is some rain to spice it up, it's just going to get even better. So we hope to see yeah. you next week again. And yeah, have a good weekend and have a nice, have fun. Bye. Bye bye, bye, Mehika. Bye.